Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Braveheart Lacrosse Show. I'm your host, Greg Marzak. Excited to bring you week one of the 2023 college lacrosse season. We are back on it. We've got matchups. We've got predictions. We've got some news, some updates, some things to look out for. And thank you for joining. Uh, as always, if you're you know playing, if you're a young kid, or if you're a parent of a young kid, tell them to put your headphones in, go hit the wall, use this time to get better. So before we get into week one, let's talk about some things that happened in the offseason leading up to this year. Um, an icon in college lacrosse and in lacrosse in general, uh, Bill Tierney, current coach of the uh, Denver University of Denver men's lacrosse team, announced he's going to retire. Um, he, you know, before uh, Denver winning a national championship there, he was at uh, Princeton, a staple uh, in the in the college lacrosse world. Um, really took that program and and built an incredible uh, program there. And I'm sure there will be more to come of that story uh, throughout the year. Other major headlines that you've probably heard around, so I won't go too much in detail on them. Uh, but again, the transfer portal. We've had teams like Syracuse who have, number one, whether through graduation or transfer portal, have lost three of their last year's uh, top point scores. Again, but they've also brought in some huge names. Uh there's another, you know, couple major transfers that, like I said, I don't want to go too far into detail because I feel a lot of other outlets have brought in. But uh, the former Stanford football player and captain uh, transferring, uh, Vermont, obviously, you know, one team that I do want to talk about, and I'll bring it up. It was a little disappointing last year. Was Georgetown just the way that season ended? I had, I had, you know, I had them going pretty far. Uh, even potentially competing for the national championship and a lot of uh, other outlets may call them a fraud. I mean, it wasn't a fraud. The Big East isn't uh, terrible. It's a, it's a, you know, one of the top, top conferences in, in division one and their defense was incredible last year. Uh, and I'm still, you know, supportive, still a big follower of them, brother, Ice alumni on the team. Um, but their, their, their ending last year just, Really, I, I thought it was going to be you know further into championship weekend without a doubt, um, but they benefited from the uh, transfer portal. Also lost one of their their top uh, offensemen, but things things will get better. I'm I'm looking forward to Georgetown this year, um, and I, I think that that will be a uh, a team to watch uh, for sure. One of the top top twenty top ten programs in the country. Um, so again, not to go over each individual player that entered the transfer portal, that would take too long. Um, but again, that, that's an ongoing story. That's something that is part of college lacrosse and, and college sports right now. Um, and and I, I'm okay with it. I think, you know, it's, it's the way it is. Um, other topics that we should uh, talk about going into week one. So last year, I don't know if any other, uh, there's any other coverage about this, but the um, average number of goals per game in 2022 in the 2022 season uh, was over 20 goals. That's a lot of goals, a lot of scoring. Um, I think that that is something to keep in mind uh, moving into this year. Hopefully, we'll see you know a lot of score scores. Some of the top scoring teams last year, uh, obviously, 
Yale, I know they 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 kept uh, teams close last year. A lot of games that were one or two goals uh, separating those. And not just focusing on Yale, but the Ivy League in general had incredible competition. If you guys remember, a lot of just back and forth. Who was the top team within within the Ivy League? Um, not controversial, but something that came out towards the end of the year. How many Ivy League teams ended up making the conference, uh, the the championship? Um, you know, the NCAA tournament versus teams like Duke um, who, who and the ACC who did not have uh, as big of a presence in the national uh, championship tournament last year. So that'll be something to watch out for. Again, there's been coverage of Harvard. Uh, they had a really young team last year. Uh, they did show up, didn't have the greatest performance throughout the tournament, but they did make that uh, run towards the end of the year to, to, to break in. Obviously, Princeton incredible program Cornell it's just all around Yale I mean I brought those up earlier being able to keep it close uh, there was that game against St. Joe's uh, that we uh, I think went into overtime but again an incredible game uh, a, a, an incredible conference and a lot to look forward to um, but going back to that 20 points per game uh, was the average last year uh, some teams that are uh, we're at the top of the list and are returning a lot of guys, even adding new additions to their offense. I think Jacksonville, just keep in mind, another high-scoring goal, uh, team. Uh, they were over 25 goals a game. Um, again, Boston University, they had over 21, almost 22 goals a game. Hobart, also high high-scoring team. St. Joe's, I know I mentioned them with that that team that. Uh, uh, big fight against Yale, uh, in, and it went into overtime in, in the conference. I think that they are going to have an incredible year returning uh, leading face-off guy, uh, one of the top in the country. So that'll be something to watch out for. Notre Dame. Now, again, they are a powerhouse every year. This year, again, they had a uh, preseason scheduled uh, you know, game against Detroit Mercy. They look very good. Uh, their their middies are just all you know both hands, just you know six one six five between there uh, one eighty just actual powerhouses, uh, dodge hard down the alley shoot on the run, um, just a really intense you know again of course it's against Detroit Mercy so not a, a conference and it's a preseason game not a conference game but it is uh, they're 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 going to be an incredible team to watch out for as usual. Um, last year, actually, Duke, while they were uh, unfortunately not making a run in the tournament, uh, they they had over almost 24 points per game. I think that they are going to return and have a incredible offense this year, uh, and and not to say make up for for a disappointing season last year, uh, but definitely make sure that their their you know presence is known and and fight to get that ACC uh, conference bid to the tournament. I know it's sort of controversial. The ACC doesn't have the, I think, six teams to get them the automatic qualifying bid for two teams to make it. Um, so that, like we said, with with how the uh, Ivy League shaped out last year, they got more bids and, and other conferences sort of suffered from that. Um, but it will be an absolute fight in the ACC to try to make conference, especially when you have Virginia returning so much talent. Just, you know, they're they're an incredible team. Um, but these are the usual suspects. I mean, we're talking about Duke, Maryland, obviously, uh, Notre Dame, Virginia, 
to be to be incredible powerhouses. Uh, another offense. I know we're we're staying here on the offensive side of the ball, but um, one one player I want to uh, you know give a shout out to Jordan Hyde. Utah. They had twenty three, uh, almost twenty three points per game last year. They had that incredible week one opener. Um, unfortunately, I think they lost, but it was a one goal game. Just an awesome uh, week one start last year, and keep an eye out for them. There, you know, Jordan Hyde was one of the top offensive players last year. They had a couple, if I remember correctly, uh, players in the the uh, points per game that led, you know, um, the that led that. Uh, let me look here. I can't remember their entire offense. Oh yeah, Tyler Bradbury as well. He's a returning player. Um, also, like I mentioned, Jordan Hyde. So just, just a lot of exciting things. Uh, a lot of points being scored throughout the throughout the year. Um, and it'll be exciting to see how that shakes out for for the 2023 season. This episode is brought to you by Omnia Lacrosse. Uh, as we get into the college lacrosse picks for week one of the 2023 season, just want to let everyone know Omnia has ongoing uh, winter sessions, workout sessions. There's the box teams that you can sign up for, and there are... Um, teams tryouts for the upcoming spring and summer season uh, check out omnialacrosse.com one of the best programs club programs in the state of michigan uh, and and they're proud sponsor of the braveheart lacrosse show uh, they recommend obviously listening but also going in and and hitting the wall putting in you know putting in the time before your upcoming high school or, or grade school uh, lacrosse season's getting better uh, using this as an opportunity and a tool to improve your lacrosse game. Um, but the picks for week one, obviously, uh, we have some incredible matchups. Exciting to to finally get lacrosse back on the schedule. Some games that I'd like to highlight. Number one, um, Bellarmine and Duke. This is at noon on Saturday. We've got... Um, I, I truly believe this is going to be uh, Duke is going to come out. They're going to put up, you know, probably 13, 12, 13 points. Uh, they, they have a statement to make. And now Bellarmine, I'm not saying they're a terrible team. Uh, unfortunately, they did lose one of their top defensive players last year. Uh, a record, you know, historic player within the program. All time, one of the leading defensemen. Uh, but they, and, and they even, you know, tried to replace him this year. Uh, Benny O'Rourke, some offensive roles, uh, Kyle Playstead as well. They will be able to, you know, maybe put up some points even on the defensive end with Brady Long named preseason, all ace on defensive player. Um, I don't think that Bellerman is going to be able to control this this uh, Duke offense. I'll buy into the internet narrative uh, that Duke lacrosse is coming out with a vengeance, you know, to prove for that sort of disappointing end of their season last year. I think that they are going to come out and absolutely smash um, Bellarmine, and, and and they're going to prove to us that they deserve, uh, you know, another to be respected and to be in one of the top top five teams. You know, I think right now they're ranked at preseason number six. So uh, Duke is going to to beat Bellerman. That's my prediction. Another game that's uh, it's expected to be close here, this um, Detroit Mercy VMI. Shout out to the Detroit Titans. Good luck, boys, down there. 
<clears throat> uh, currently, they are favored. I think that uh, Detroit is going to win. I'm going to take them. Uh, I think that we're going to have a great season here. You know, we were really young on defensive end last year. We really struggled at clearing the ball. And then lastly, we have another game that I, I, I mentioned it earlier. The rematch out west of the Utah-Denver game. Uh, week one, it's at 2 o'clock. I think this is going to be an incredibly high-scoring game. You got Bill Tierney, uh, you know, on his on his last last game, last first game of the year, and like I mentioned, some of the top returning point scores in the league. I think there's going to be an absolute fireworks show in this game. It's going to be incredible. Games to keep an eye out for: we have the Vermont Syracuse matchup. Uh, that's at one on uh, one o'clock on Saturday. There's a late night game on at 7 p.m. Uh, Johns Hopkins versus Jacksonville. Um, if you're asking me, I, I typically lean towards Jacksonville, and um, and then obviously some games on Sunday: the Hofstra Merrimack game and the Holy Cross and Providence game. Just uh, big East Coast there matchups, but. I am ex extremely excited. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, looking forward to to seeing how this season plays out. Um, be sure to you know like, comment, subscribe, whatever platform you're on, and we will get after it next week with a recap. Uh, there's some exciting news coming out about the uh, lacrosse world championships held in San Diego. That will be something to keep an eye out for. Um, and yeah, go hit the wall. Tell your parents you love them.